Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. I made this video discussing the theory behind achieving 10% or more per year. There was a big discussion and here I want to give my inputs how I did it and how I think everyone can do it in five steps, 10%, even more. If inflation is higher, you'll make more. If not, you'll make a little bit less. But that's investing, accumulating wealth. And here are five steps how to do it. Step one, four, 10% and even more. Charlie Munger, invert, always invert. And let's go here to the unfortunately removed slide on the JP Morgan guide to markets, but I think this is well representative of what has been going on in the market for 20 years and how people invest. If we go to what the market did, 6% over 20 years, not bad, but if you go to what the average investor did, 2.5%. That is a huge difference in returns, in wealth, in everything. This barely beats inflation, even not. This is already wealth accumulation. So what do we have to do not to be here? If we do the opposite, if we invert, we will likely get there. So what are the things you have to do to get to this 2.5%? If you know what to do to get these disastrous returns, then if you invert, you know how to avoid it and be already on the other side of returns. First, buy high and sell low. It is incredible, but I know people that invested 2005, 2006, not sold in October 2008, but sold everything in March 2009, only to return into the market in 2015. Panic, fear, not knowing what investing is, not knowing what can happen, 50% down is something you have to expect at any moment in time. And you have to invert what people do. Other things that people do is simply panic when things are cheap and are very exuberant when things are very, very expensive. This is the Schiller P ratio, the cyclically adjusted price earnings ratio that takes the average earnings from the previous 10 years. And those have bottomed in 1982 when Warren Buffett was buying and others, then still amateurs, went bust because Ray Dalio confidently predicted the global economy was headed toward the depression and he traded accordingly. Of course, the market is up since then about 40, 50 times, but it happens also to the best. Also, look at valuations. When things are cheap, no matter the outlook, you buy more. When things are expensive, you might not do anything. As Warren says, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Inversion rule number one. Next way how to reach this 2.5, buy hyped stocks. Try that. It will be fun. One of the most hyped stocks in 2021 at the beginning was ARK, the new Warren Buffett best performance in 2020. Everything was great. Cathie Wood was to win everything and 
replace Warren. Since then, the hype has a little bit subdued and now it isn't where it was. Then you can use margin, you can go short, you can bet in any other way. For me, betting is also investing in companies that just promise something. Where are all those people that loved marijuana stocks in 2019? How many have lost, unfortunately, everything? And I made a video on Canopy Growth. I was even contacted by their investor relation to have them on my channel. And uh, everyone destroyed me because they were going public, not just in Canada, but on the New York Stock Exchange. Of course, I said, I don't want to waste time with them. And they saw that my questions were too difficult. Well, I rest my case. Step number two, markets are rational. Thus, there is no point in thinking. Let's invert that too. If I just look at Meta Platforms stock over the last few months, the low was 88, the high was 236. How can the same business trade at 236 and then at 88? And then it hits 88 and then now it's back to 211. That's insanity. Further, just discussed in this Sunday, Salesforce above 300 and then down to 88 and back to 200. Those are perfectly operating businesses. The businesses haven't been destroyed to justify these drops in prices. So another strategy to invert is wait for others to panic and then take a look if the company is still growing, if it won't go bankrupt, then you might just buy and wait for better times. I'm sure you'll do much better than buying hyped stocks, but you must assume something to be better than the market. And that assumption is that the markets are irrational. And if someone tells me that something can trade at 88 and a few months later at 200 and that that is rational, well, I think we can argue about that rationality and who is rational, who not for ages then with that person. How to stay rational is simply to focus on fundamentals. Salesforce uh, was growing 24%, then it grew 17%. Is it still growing? That's a question you can ask yourself. How much money are they making, etc., etc. And then if you focus on the fundamentals, you forget about where the stock will go because most investors focus just on that. Where will the stock go? Everyone is happy when a stock goes up. When a stock goes down, canopy growth, nobody's talking about that, but I bet you know someone who lost a lot of money on that. Now, one of the hardest concepts is to think opportunistically and not linearly. That's very hard for us humans because we want to buy something all the time. If I just look at my best videos, top content for the last year, of course, Meta is a stock to buy. Will the stock market crash? Should we sell or not? Then strategy on how to buy, buy. And then, of course, 10 stocks to buy. Those are usually the best videos. So people always want something to buy. People want to do something without effort. Just buy, put it on automatic, set it on automatic and forget about it. That's a good strategy and you will likely reach better than market returns if you buy more when it's lower, you buy a little bit less when it's higher, forget about it. And that's a good strategy, but you need to stick to it. 
If you pick stocks, however, as Buffett says, the trick is to do nothing when there is nothing to do. Nothing is forced upon you. So you, there are no called strikes in the business. The pitcher just stands there and throws balls at you. And uh, if you're playing real baseball and it's between the knees and the shoulders, you either swing or you got a strike call on you. If you get too many calls on you, you're out. In the securities business, you sit there and they throw uh, U.S. Steel at 25 and they throw General Motors at 68 and you don't have to swing at any of them. They may be wonderful pitches to swing at, but if you don't know enough, you don't have to swing. And you can sit there and watch thousands of pitches and finally you get one right there where you want it, something that you understand, and then you swing. And uh, So you might not swing for six months. You might not swing for two years. Isn't that boring? It would it would bore most people and, and certainly boredom is a... Is a is a problem with most professional money managers. If they if they if they try to sit out an inning or two, not only do they get somewhat antsy, but their clients are start yelling, they start yelling, "Swing you bum!" You know, from the from the stands, and that's very tough for people to do. Thanks, Warren. Why do we always have to do something? That's how we are taught in school. Activity solves problems. With investing, not always. And then there is fear of missing out. What if it doesn't go lower, it goes higher, then I miss out, inflation will eat my cash, whatever. And that's why it is the hardest of skills to just be patient and do nothing. Plus, if you're an investment manager and, uh, I don't know, you give me 20 million to manage, oh Sven, what are you doing? Nothing. Hmm. Why am I paying you? You're paying me to make you money, not to run around like a bee buzzing with your money. That's how you usually lose it. So, step number three, I think. The secret to investing, find a few good stocks and stick to it. Number four, avoid risk. This is value investing. Value investing is about focusing on risk first. The first question before you get to investing is, what can go wrong? So, Tesla did greatly. This is 150x, amazing. But as a value investor, you always ask, what can go wrong? Elon said three months to bankruptcy and then Katie Wood said, oh, we would have saved Tesla. Yes, you see how she's doing and saving herself now. So you always ask what can go wrong, what can go wrong. And if it goes right, you are not sorry for have missed the right, because if you get the right and then you do the same strategy and get the wrong, then I'm sorry, but a lot of these bets didn't end up well. Some will do great, but most will go to negative returns. And if you multiply any number with zero, you get the return. Therefore, value investing is about first protecting the downside and then the upside is all that's left. So avoiding risk, but risk is not volatility. If we take Amazon here, the market cap is 1 trillion. Ask yourself, okay, how low can this go? 700 billion in the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, let's say Amazon goes 50% down. For how long will it be there? Such a great business. It's very, very unlikely. So you ask yourself, can Amazon go to 500 billion? Very unlikely. If it can't go lower, then all that's left is upside. If it goes lower, but it is still a great business, then you simply buy more. And that's how you manage the volatility. You take advantage of the volatility of investors panicking. And that's about it. So rule number one, don't be stupid. Take advantage of the stupidity of others. Rule number two, wait, patience. The right pitch will come, as Buffett said. What can go wrong? 
ask yourself what can go wrong with the stock with the portfolio it will go up and down value is stable focus around that and with these five steps i think that you can achieve 10 percent or more from a fundamental perspective if you can't find 10 percent or better enjoy life bring your wife to paris do something with that money do some useful things to improve the quality of your life that is what the money is about if you can't get a good return that will further improve the quality of your life don't think linearly don't do anything with it nothing wrong with enjoying that too so it's just a different perspective opportunistic take advantage of it and that's it and that's what i try to do you can check what i do thanks for listening if you have any comments please let me know if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me thank you and i'll be speaking to you in the next episode